Welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show that keeps you fit, keeps you healthy, and helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. Has anybody heard of the term, an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Oh, yes. I remember that from growing up. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, let's talk about that. An apple a day will keep the doctor away. Did you know that a simple little exercise will keep the doctor away as well? There's so many things that will keep the doctor away. Lifestyle changes will keep the doctor away. And you know what else will keep the doctor away? Doing all of the things that we know are healthy for us. Keeping the doctor away will also keep medications from having to be refilled every single month. And that is what our show is going to be about today. In the United States, 77.9 million adults have high blood pressure. That's astonishing. That is one out of every three adults who have high blood pressure. There's more. Slightly more than half of Americans, that's 55% or 43 million, are on cholesterol medication or currently taking it. But wait, there's more. There's more. 30 million Americans have diabetes. That is one in 10. And 90 to 95% of them have type 2 diabetes. And most of them, in fact, 45% of them have it because of their lifestyle. One more. One more. Sleep apnea. 45% of Americans are believed to have sleep apnea because of obesity. And I know that sleep apnea is not something that you take medication for, but sleep apnea is something that needs to be treated by sleep apnea uh, therapy using machines because 42% of deaths in people with sleep apnea um, are because of cardiovascular disease and stroke. So what is my message saying to you right now? My message is saying that there are a lot of people in this country that are suffering from diseases due to obesity. And a lot of these things can be fixed with lifestyle change. But you go to a doctor and the doctor might say to you, I think you need to lose some weight. I think you need to exercise. And I think you need to change your diet. And I'm sure that many of you have heard this before, but that's where it ends. And then the doctor typically will take out his prescription pad and he'll write you a prescription and off you go. And the prescription will help and it certainly does. And it is a wonderful, wonderful thing, but it is not changing anything about you. You're still on this medication and you still have all of these issues. 
So today I have a guest with me, this wonderful lady who who came into my life last year. Her name is Pat. Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Pat is a client of mine. Um, She uh, stumbled across me last October, and uh, she is a resident of Lake in the Hills, uh, her goal last year was to lose a little bit of weight and to improve her walking. Um, at the time, she uh, could probably only walk, how long would you say you were able to walk straight without without stopping or needing to take a break? Oh, gosh, I don't know. From the garage to the mailbox, I'd be short of breath already. Okay. Uh, not far. Yeah. Not far. Yeah. And and honestly, and, and, I'm, and I'm being totally honest, when she came to her first session, um, my gym is in the basement and she had to come down the stairs. I was truthfully concerned about her getting down the stairs. And and that first hour session, I was concerned about m- making it through the hour, not because I thought uh, she wasn't going to make it, but because I thought the hour was going to be a really, really long time. We had to stop. We had to take lots of breaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sit here today and... Uh, she has signed up for her very first 5K. Oh, yes. Yay! <laughs> so excited. Applause, applause. Um, and she's going to walk that, and I'm going to accompany her in um, in October, uh, which is 3.1 miles. And she's done this all in less than a year. In addition to that, uh, she is 66 years old, and she has lost 67 pounds. Mm-hmm. So... All of that being said, all of that being said, she was on blood pressure medication. She had cholesterol issues. She was borderline diabetic and had sleep apnea issues. And in the less than a year's time, she has solved all these issues because she changed her lifestyle. So I am going to let Pat now tell us a little bit about herself. Um, so, Pat, if you don't mind um, telling us a little bit about your health history before you discovered health and fitness. Oh, well, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> Last October, I weighed 67 pounds more than I do now. I was pretty much inactive. Like I said, if I walked from my garage to my mailbox, I was short of breath. Forget walking down the block. Mm-hmm. I found myself thinking when I was driving somewhere, uh, oh, where am I going to park? Am I going to park close enough? Am I going to be out of breath before I even get there? So I was at the point where I was finding that I wasn't doing things I like to do because I constantly had to worry about the immobility issue. So you were it was always on your mind? Always on my mind. Yeah. I, I go to the grocery store. How far away am I going to park from the grocery mm. store? Okay. Um, it, it, if you don't experience a problem, it's a little hard to explain, but it is always on your mind. Because you always have to move. Sure. You sure. always have to walk somewhere. Sure. And your Pat is a very active person in the sense of community. She likes to go to bingo. She likes to take classes at um, the community colleges. So, you know, you're somebody that likes to go right. and, and experience things. Right. So I'd imagine that that would be a limitation for you. Oh, it's terrible. Going yeah, around and, and just simply want to park your car and it's it's a problem. Right. I wasn't going to festivals because, mm-hmm. you know, you never know how far away you have to park at those type of mm-hmm. things. Yeah, right. it was very bad. It right. was very bad. Right. Okay. So I could see where that would be an issue and, and I could see where that would be something that would cause you to, to have this desire to have 
this lifestyle change. So would you say that that would be one of the reasons that would have prompted you to uh, seek? Oh, yes. The immobility and the breathing Okay. Uh, on exertion, let's just say. Uh, that was really the main thing. Okay. That was really the main thing. Okay. Um, Pat is also a retired nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Pat, as a nurse, uh, you know what your risks were. Um, and when you would go to the doctor, uh, being in the medical field, uh, can you tell me a little bit about what the doctors would say to you or how would they how would they ever suggest that you follow a program and how would that well, my primary doctor, every once in a while, would you know, I see him a couple times a year, he'd throw out, you know, you really need to lose weight and exercise. And I'd go, yeah, because I knew I did. Right, right. <laughs> but no, he never, he never pushed me. The only doctor I ever really got any type of guidance from was a cardiologist that I see once a year. Okay. Um, he was very much more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you really need to do something. If you're not going to do something, you need to think of maybe some type of gastric surgery um, every time I saw him, even though it was only the once a year, that's prim- pretty much pretty all much all we talked about. Sure. So he was really the only doctor that really pushed me. Sure. And I, I just saw him last month, oh, you know, and excellent. so he was uh, totally thrilled. Oh, so tell us about that. Uh, what, seeing him? Yes. Well, you know, he, he walked in and, you know, he goes, oh, my God, how much weight have you lost? Mm-hmm. And then he looked at his nurse's notes, you know, and it was there and. He was just uh, very thrilled, you know. Yes. He said, "Are you going to do some more?" And I said, "Oh gosh, yeah, fifty more." Yes. And, you know, it was it was it was a very nice feeling. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because truthfully, um, before I started all this, the thought in my mind was, "This is like my last ditch effort before I really start to think maybe I'm going to have to do something surgically." Mm-hmm. I right. didn't want to. Sure. Sure. But it was like one more time. I'm going to try one more time. Yeah. See what oh, happens. absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm thrilled that you did and I'm glad that you found this and it, you know I know because I've been by your side as you've done this this whole thing but hearing you speak and I didn't know you before you started I'd imagine that um, starting and and looking for a program um, had to have been difficult so what are some things that you were afraid of that might have caused a delay in starting well I think the biggest thing um, I was afraid of is failure I mean I couldn't tell you over the course of my life how many diets I've been on, how Mm -hmm. many times I've tried to lose weight, tried to do this, tried to do that. And it was always, except one time I lost a lot of weight. Other than that, all the other times, very unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is difficult. And and a lot of my previous shows, we've talked about finding something that's realistic and finding something that really works with you and having it be something that you can sustain. And that's certainly something that you've done. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, If you're just joining us, uh, we are talking about lifestyle changes, and we're talking about getting off of uh, medication um, that oftentimes is given when you are falling into bad lifestyle habits. Um, I have a guest here, Pat, who was able to get off of many medications because she changed her lifestyle, incorporated exercise and clean eating. Uh, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, W-H-R-U-L-P, and we're talking about uh, blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication, uh, diabetes, and sleep apnea. And um, Pat here was able to successfully get off all of those things by walking, exercising regularly, uh, watching her sodium intake, and uh, you know, drinking more water and learning to uh, manage the foods that she eats. Um, Pat, 
What advice would you give somebody who is listening, who feels very helpless and wants to start? Well, my biggest problem was because I had so much weight to lose. Um, you, you just feel very overwhelmed. You To think in your mind, I have to lose 120 pounds, it's like, oh, my God, why even start? Um, it just feels overwhelming. So when I approached this, I didn't approach it. I didn't call it a diet. Um, I didn't think how much weight I want to lose. I didn't have a number. Um, I didn't want to go in that direction because right. I've done that all the other times. And you times. never spoke of that either. Yeah. I mean, you never said that you had a a number, like right. you said. You just took every day by day by day. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't. I didn't want to go down the same route I had done before with other diets. Correct. I decided that I had three problems I had to solve. And if I solved those three problems, I would be sitting pretty. Mm-hmm. Number one, I had a terrible food addiction. Mm-hmm. One that I had to feed, uh, feed, yes, uh-huh. feed every day. Uh-huh. Um, I had to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, of course, is I needed to move. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily exercise, but for me at that point, moving was just maybe, okay, I'm going to go up and down the stairs one more time today. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third problem was that eating after dinner at night. Sure. That was a big problem. And I thought if I could solve these three things, this would help. This this could do it. And that's how I kind of approached it. Sure. So you had a plan. I had a plan. Mm-hmm. I had a plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know that you and I talked about uh, some strategies for that late night eating. And, I, and that's a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. It's a problem for me even. Um, can you share what, it, what you did? What, what were some of the strategies you and I came up with for... Uh, helping that out? Uh, well, one big thing I do is I make sure that I eat um, my dinner later. Mm-hmm. My dinner's like 6, 6.30. Mm-hmm. Um, and I eat a good-sized dinner because really I want it to see me through till breakfast. And most of the time it does. Excellent. You know, which is pretty good for me. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Um, you really can't eat late at night sure. and not gain weight, right, you know. Right, right. Uh, now if I want something, you know, I'll have a yogurt. Exactly. It's much better than a bag of potato chips. Exactly. So it's a matter of uh, most of the time I don't have to have anything. But when I do, I, I do make sure I have some yogurt in the house, mm-hmm. uh, some fruit. I don't eat a lot of fruit, but I have something easy like that that I can eat. Exactly. So having a plan is important. Oftentimes people don't have a plan and they just kind of graze and that becomes this mindless <clears throat> eating mm-hmm. trap. So um, I remember Pat and I having the conversation of plan your after-dinner snack and have it be something that you put on a plate so that you know what you're going to uh, you're going to eat and have that be your after-dinner snack instead of having it be a food fest. Um, and I know that that helped her a lot. It's helped me a lot, and it's helped a lot of my clients as well. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, the medications that you were on. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't mind sharing with us uh some of the things that you were on, not specifically the medications themselves, but but what things that you were able to uh, change about your health history simply by losing weight. Oh, well, I th- the biggest one, of course, is um, I had terrible arthritis, um, terrible arthritis. I, every day I would start the morning with two Aleve and a, um, like a Pepsi for your stomach because it can irritate your stomach, uh-huh. painkillers. I would take that twice a day. And then if I felt pain, which I usually did, I, w- I would use extra strength Tylenol, two of them, like every four hours. Wow. Well, 
uh, it worked pretty pretty much. But now I only do the two a leave in the morning, and that's it. Wow. I don't do anything else at all. For your arthritis. Yeah. That's amazing. And I may not even need the two a leave, but sometimes it, the old legs are a little stiff in the yeah. morning. So, yeah. you know. Sure. But um, so I've gotten rid of quite a lot of that type Excellent. of medication. Excellent. Um, I had recently gone to the pulmonologist, and I had another breathing test, and um, they told me it was the best I ever had, and I'll be stopping my inhaler. Excellent. They want me to finish this one, and then I'm going to stop it. Which is amazing. Yes. Amazing, yes. amazing. Uh-huh. That's great news. Great yeah. news. So, you know, that's very good. Uh-huh. Oh, and what other medication? I, I think you, you, you talked about uh, your cholesterol. Yeah, my cholesterol um, was never very high, but my doctor wanted me on medication because my low cholesterol was, my good cholesterol was too low. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've stopped that too. My last two blood works, um, you know, was very good. I Mm -hmm. don't need the cholesterol medication. Mm -hmm. So I'm off of that as well. Which is great. Yes. Uh Excellent. And I just, I also want to add too, I don't want there to be any confusion with, um, with the thought that doctors aren't doing their job by by prescribing these medications, they have to prescribe these medications. These medications are there to help people um, who need them. Um, but I I think that another resource for people is health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a really interesting um, picture the other day, and it was. Um, two lines. It was one for a pharmacy and it was one for a gym. And it said lifestyle change and then it said pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. And the pharmaceuticals line was a mile long. Yes. And the lifestyles change line had like two people in it. And uh, I think our society, not the doctors, but our society just rather just take the shortcut and hop in the line and pop the pills instead of doing something about it. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you take those pills, everything gets better. But everything's not better because (laughs) you still have all of the other uh, issues going on in your body. You know, you still might have your risks for stroke and you still might have your your risks for, um, you know, heart disease and and you're still not sleeping and you're still having all of these uh, physiological things happening to you where if you were to clean up your eating and your exercise, not only are you getting off of these medications, but you're improving your quality of life. Well, I agree. Um, But being a retired nurse, I I will say you can't put all the blame on the doctors. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they only see a patient once a year, twice a year. Correct. Um, And I'm sure, I'm sure they get the mindset after a while. It's like, oh, this woman's not going to do anything. Just give her the pill and get her blood pressure down. And I can kind of understand that, too, because they may not see this woman for another year. Right. So it's 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 a it's a difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing, and I agree because people come to me when they need help. They come to me. They seek me out when they want help with their lifestyle change. Yeah. When someone's going to the doctor because it's time to go to the doctor because they're not feeling good or because it's time for their physical or insurance is making them do it, they're not seeking help from the doctor. You can't help somebody that's not ready for help. Right. <laughs> so, or, or if they're fearing for their, their life and they know they better take this medication, the medication's going to make them feel better, they're going to take the medication. Um, it is hard enough for me to get my clients to follow a lifestyle change as it is, and mm-hmm. they, they want to do it. So it's, it's a really, you're right, it's a very, very difficult thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of quality of life, 
Um, why don't you tell us some of the things that have changed in your life since you've um, you've had this great weight loss? I know that you've taken some trips. You have oh, some yeah. trips planned. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Poland in the fall. Excellent. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yes. Um, it had gotten to the point um, that traveling was getting difficult for me because I couldn't walk very much. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you can't walk a block, well, you it's hard to tour New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, difficult, right. very difficult. But now, as I you know, as I've lost the weight and everything, uh, everything's been so much easier. Um, this last year, I I went to see Gaga in Vegas, which is amazing. It was wonderful. Yeah, and I took a road trip uh, down to like Georgia and Hilton Head. Uh-huh. You know, that was a, a road trip through the Smokies, and I did something else. I went up to the Upper Peninsula, and now I'm going to go to Poland. So I, I'm back to doing the thing I love to do more than anything, and that's traveling. Yeah, and my son. Uh, we've him and I have always had this dream to go to Petra mm-hmm. in Jordan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Indiana Jones, sure, you sure. know. And um, he says, if you're walking this good, we're going to Petra next year, so, which was also one of the reasons why I signed up for the 5K. Sure, you sure. know, it's like, yeah, I'm going to show you I can do this. And sure, so sure. I think we'll go to Petra next year. Sure. Which is uh, astonishing. Yes. I mean, you went from having a hard time getting down a flight of stairs for your mm-hmm. first session to this. It's amazing. It's amazing. And look at how great you look and feel. I feel good. I and, feel good. you know, we, we have to share. We have to share that you forgot to tell everybody. You went ziplining. Oh, I went ziplining. Yeah, she went twice zip now. Lining. I mean, she, and this was early on. I mean, it was like, right, you, I think you had lost 50 In February, yeah. I went, I did that zipline over Fremont yes. Street in Vegas. But yes. this last uh, spring, when I was on the road trip in Kentucky, they've got this course of seven zip lines in a cave hmm. which was scary yeah uh, but i did it isn't that amazing so so if you're listening and you're kind of in a rut whether you're on medication or you're borderline on medication or even if you're not on medication and you're just feeling kind of like you're not getting the full fullness out of your life because you have a couple pounds or you're feeling aches and pains of age or just not feeling the energy that you have. This is such an inspirational story. Um, I have here this person who a year ago would probably not be ziplining and probably not be going to Poland and certainly not be sitting here being my guest uh, talking about what an amazing um, lifestyle change she's, she's had. And, and I can tell you just by listening to her speak the amount of life that she has and, and, and energy is just, it's infectious. So it's, uh, it's truly unbelievable. Um, and it's not hard. It's food. It's exercise. It's mindset. And it's very, very infectious. And each day that you do it, you start liking it more and more. And every day that you feel like you don't want to do it, once you do it, you never, ever regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, she recently started walking um, in addition to the days that she comes and trains with me. And uh, I had a chuckle the other day because she came to her session and we're always just yapping up a storm. <laughs> and uh, she's, she was all stressed out about her schedule. And, you know, again, she's retired and she was all stressed out because she had she didn't know how she was going to manage getting her walk in and then getting her workout in and then getting her her uh, gardening in. And, and I laughed because I said, listen to you. 
You know, <laughs> like like this is all this is all based around activity now. I mean, to think a year ago, um, what could she have been doing? And now she's she's talking to me about, you know, I'm going to I'm going to work out at four so that I can walk on the treadmill while I watch the watch the news. And then I'm going to garden in the morning because and then I'm going to on my off days, I'm going to walk in the morning because it's nice out. And I just had a laugh to think that that this was her stress about how she's going to manage getting that in. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think that's just amazing. And um, so, again, if you're just listening and you feel like you are stuck somewhere, put those lace up those gym shoes, throw them on. It's beautiful out right now. Start with a little walk. Start with a two minute walk. Make it a five minute walk. And before you know it, you'll be walking 15. And then the next thing you know, you'll be feeling better. You'll be feeling stronger. And if I would have told you, Pat, a year ago on your first session, for our one-year anniversary, we are going to be walking side-by-side side in a 5K, what would you have said? I would have laughed in my butt off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. And you know what? I would not have laughed because I've seen success stories like this, but... Uh, it's it's really amazing, and I'm so mad that we didn't take pictures. I know we should have done I that. Know. Yeah, we should have done that. But you know, it's it's this is just the beginning too, because you've you've just earned a whole new life, and it's, it's truly amazing. Very true. Truly uh-huh. amazing. So, um, if you have questions or you uh, want to look up my program, you can look me up on Get You Fit Fitness and Nutrition dot com. Again, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, and we just had a lovely discussion on lifestyle change or medication refill. Uh, if you have an apple today, you will keep the doctor away. It's all about what- 